Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions Hour 2. Let's call it Episode 2, Last Dance Style. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down to Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Kevin Wall's going to step up and then we'll talk about the last dance. And not just so much about the last dances. We talked quite a bit about it already. But interesting, interesting, the Michael Jordan, LeBron James yeah. uh, conversation, I think, has been settled. Or is it just because people have just been brainwashed by Michael Jordan propaganda uh, yep. for the last uh, couple of months? But I was surprised by the numbers. Uh, do you think Michael is it a debate? Is like is Michael Jordan the best ever, or is it LeBron James? And it's like in the seventies. Like LeBron James not going to be happy when yeah. he sees the poll numbers. But it's a very interesting <laughs> poll, actually. They got very detailed. Whose shoe do you like better? Whose merchandise do you like better? Uh, who looks cooler? Which I thought was kind of a weird one. Like who looks cooler? I'll I'll give Jordan. On every category. Check Jordan, Jordan does look cool, too. Jordan, 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 cool. Jordan. LeBron does not. No, no. It's the receding hairline and stuff. Jordan was smooth <laughs> with his bald hairline. head. No, that's the thing about LeBron, right? It's like, yeah, no, Jordan's way cooler. And another thing is. This is, like yeah, comes, this is it. Michael yeah. Jordan better LeBron James in every way, says Paul of NBA fans. And my poll. My poll, too. And I'll tell you, you can ask Walsh this, too. Think about the pressure this documentary puts on LeBron now. He's watching this oh. while he's stewing in his own juices going, if I don't get things done, it's going to – it's actually – I don't know if it's going to be a positive or a negative for him. This last dance could be the best or worst thing from him. And he, he might needs get another championship. He mm-hmm. needs another championship. Yeah, he does. He needs another one. Like, it's not enough, LeBron. Like, if you really want to get – you win another one that's impressive with three different teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Miami Heat, Cleveland Cavaliers, L.A. Lakers. Yeah. You know, the thing is, though, Kim, Michael Jordan never ran to join anybody, bro. No, he didn't. He fought through with Paxson and Kerr Paxson, and Pippen no, and Grant. Paxson. Like, you know what I mean? You they said. hung together. They were like, no, 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 no. We're going to do this together. We're going to win this together. Look at the scrubs that he had to play with, too, some of the times, Jordan, right? These guys are like, like, come on, man. It wasn't just him, Pip, and Kerr, whatever. They had some guys on their team. LeBron went, hey, man, I need Chris Bosh. I need Dwayne Wade. Let's create a super team. Yeah, you're right. Back in the day, you dealt with what you got. You, you These were the guys on your team, and you went to war with them. LeBron will never be as good as Jordan. Think I don't of, care. Think of the ever-changing cast of characters. Luke Longley. Luke Longley. Bill, Bill Bennington. Bennington. What about Burl? That guy was a scrub. Like, he Scott sucked. Burrell. <laughs> Scott Burrell was horrible, man. Like, you see the shots Scott of Jordan? Scott Burrell got abused so hard on this show. He got bullied. But that was the thing that, like, and even you see that dude at the end, it was, like, before the last game, basically. And Jordan's, like, all ripped by the end of his career and stuff. And he's in the locker room, and he looks over at Burrell. And he goes, he goes, you know, this ain't over, huh? And Burrell's like, what? And he goes, you know, when I see you down the road 10 years from now, you know I'm going to kick your ass, right? He goes, you know I'm always going to kick your ass. Yeah. Like he was telling him, like, I'll always own you, even when I don't see you. Yeah. yeah. And, and Burrell took it hard because Burrell was the one on the plane, too, when Jordan looked in the camera and he said, man, if you're his girlfriend, he, he ain't sleeping at night. And he's like, come on, man, the cameras are rolling. He's like, you're hungover again, aren't you? And Jordan looks in the camera and he goes, Mrs. Burrell, your son's an alcoholic. 
And like Burrell had to warn his family because everyone's watching it. And he's like, listen, Jordan's like not very nice to me on this, but it's yeah. okay. It's okay. <laughs> Burrell says it was tough love. You know what I mean? But it was a little much. Jordan, Jordan's a bully. It is. It is. He it is, is a bully. That's it's like this. Yeah, it's in the David is. Like, let's that's bring in, hold on. Let's yep. bring in uh, everybody tuning in right now. SB Nation Radio, all of our affiliates. What's up? I'm Gabriel Morenci. We're throwing it down. Hour two, game time decisions. We're talking last dance. We're talking NFL props. Uh, we've got other sports news. Let's get to it. UFC. So a uh, great job by Dana White and all of the fighters and uh, Governor Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida for giving us uh, the UFC. Three cards, but the can't stay in Jacksonville forever. I don't know why not, actually, at this point. Yeah, it's working out there. Why not stay but there? They've got uh, they've got their card booked for Las Vegas on May 30th, okay? The thing is, a typical sort of, we're going to do it anyways, they're not sanctioned to do this yet. So, and Dana White is just basically standing, I'll be very disappointed if they don't sanction this. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see whether they do. And I understand his frustration. They spent a lot of money in Nevada, they built their big performance center. They have they have everything in place. It's not going to be in public. So it'll be interesting to see how it transpires. But they've got a backup plan. And that's the news I want to share with you. So the card is going to go on no matter what. If it's not in Vegas, it's going to be in Arizona. Of course, Florida and Arizona, open for business. Open for business. Exactly. I don't know why baseball just didn't. You guys could already be playing. You could have been no, doing no. it. <laughs> hey, honestly, me and you, after a couple of beer, we gave the plan was Can't, great. Already been, if you and I was running, you'd be in a game 35. Yeah, I'd we say, do. listen, I'm not screwing you. I will pay you. I'll say to the players, exactly. yeah, we're not screwing anymore. You lost 25%. We'll pay you now. And uh, we'll play in Arizona and Florida. We rub- would already be in the season game 36 right now. <laughs> we rubber stamped this thing last month. Like, but longer. Like, what the hell's going on, man? It's unbelievable. Baseball's yeah. really screwing around, man. They got to get a plan real quick. There's going to be no season. Well, baseball, the owners are screwing around. And I don't blame the players at all. It's, you know, the owners did a good job of making, like, Joe Sixpack hate them and stuff. But yeah. people are going to hate them already anyways. Yeah. And they're not negotiating in good faith. We talked about it with Mike Blue on the show yesterday. They're not negotiating in good faith. They're lying about the numbers. And another thing is, too, Kev, is something people don't realize these owners, they don't show anybody anything, Ken. No. They're private companies. They're not publicly traded companies. Really? They don't have to show you their books. Mm-hmm. They can lie all they want. You know what I mean? Like, the, the Yankees don't have to tell you how much money they're making off of parking. And, in fact, they don't want you to know because it'll make people mad. Oh, my God, they made $89 million off of parking alone last year, right? It's going to enrage people. But if you want to go 50-50, then you got to show us the books. Hey, Gabe, publicly traded companies don't show the books when you watch American Oh, uh, yeah. What do, you, what do you think these guys, when they don't have to show the books, do? Creative owners accounting. Owners to just take their word for it. Yeah. And say, all right, these are the numbers. Take our word for it. That's not going to work. That's not negotiating in good faith either. Let's be real, everybody. It's just that's not good faith. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Time to continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Let's welcome in Kevin Walsh right now via SportsGrid. What's going on, Kevin? How you doing? Live from uh, Bunker's Place. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I love it. It's become a thing. I had uh, someone send a clip the other day from Archie Bunker's basement. So uh, I'm hoping this becomes a true staple here at the Sports Grid. Well, you know what? You do live in Queens as well. I, I yeah. don't know. You might be on the same street as Archie Bunker even. You, you know, never know. 
the Gaudis, the Bunkers. It's a who's who in Queens. <laughs> and the Walshes, man. That's the big three. And you can't forget about the most famous uh, resident, Donald Trump, uh, as well. Another another Queens, um, but from uh, Jamaica, right? So that's like the that's like the rich part. You don't get out to Jamaica very often. No, no, no. We 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 moved uh, we moved Trump to Mar-a-Lago. That's where he's from. <laughs> he's a Floridian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Walsh uh, with us. So, Kevin, uh, before uh, before I break your heart, actually, and give you some uh, some woo, some not very good poll numbers. Speaking of <laughs> politics, uh, we'll just talk. Uh, we'll talk NFL uh, first. Uh, me and Cam were talking about this. Who's the worst team in the National Football League going to be? There's a lot of talk. Tanking for Trevor, losing for Lawrence, et cetera. And I don't know. Like, you're kind of hard-pressed to find someone besides Jacksonville that's going to be the worst team in the National Football League. They're plus 250. It's pretty good value, actually. I had to tell Cam like 10 times. He couldn't believe me. What? Plus 250? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he was very excited. I think it's very good odds as well. The Redskins are the second choice at 6-1. to one, But what do you think about the prop up over at FanDuel uh, right now? Worst team in the National Football League. Yeah, I think the Jaguars should be the favorite, and plus 250 is still a nice plus-money ticket that you can hit. I think the biggest sign of confidence that this team wants to tank, if you will, was them bringing in Mike Glennon as the backup, opposed to all of the other names that are out there. They're going to give Gardner Minshew a leash, and they're going to let him you know, see if he can do anything, but they've ripped this team of talent. A full year of no Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Bowie, Calais Campbell, uh, losing piece after piece. I like their draft. I think that this is a team that will be able to rebuild and, and get themselves competitive sooner than later, depending on how things go. If I had to throw out a dark horse, maybe the team that had the worst record last year and just kind of bank on Zach Taylor not being cut out for this job. I like Burrow, but you're still asking him to do a ton there. I don't think they necessarily fix that defense. So a dark horse, maybe the Bengals to repeat. Yeah, the Bengals are plus 700. That's not a bad call. Uh, actually, the Redskins are plus 600. The Carolina Panthers, I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good. If you look at Matt Rule's track record as well, he believes in basically the the demolition and then the reconstruction, uh, so to speak. So, like in both both of the places he's been at. And I know that's college, mm -hmm. it's different. Yet you look at Temple, they were bad. You know, they were like one in 10 the first year. They had a couple yeah. of wins the next year and then boom. Same thing with Baylor. Took a, It's year three with Mount Rule. Mm. Now, I'm sure in the NFL, they prefer if this program starts to kick <laughs> into gear in year two, so right. to speak. But you look, they drafted a lot of defense. You can tell they're in a rebuild. Look, Olsen's gone. Um, Keekley's gone. Cam Newton's gone. Rivera's gone. It's a rebuild right now. My thing with the Panthers is, I'm being serious, every time I think about them and I want to say, ah, they're going to be bad, it's like uh, the ghost of, of Gabe Morenci hangs over my head as I think about you always talking about Teddy Bridgewater and oh, the winner that he point. is. And it's like, now the thing is, it's different, right? Because it's just maybe covering numbers. And I, I can, I totally envision a world where they're three and 13, but 13 and three against the spread. And you yeah. can totally see it playing out that way. But every time I'm like, yeah, the Panthers are going to be terrible. I just go, what if Teddy Bridgewater weirdly wins like seven games? Yeah, so, well, this is going to be, listen, if he covers point spreads and he wins games now, <laughs> then he really is as good as I've said he is. Yeah. He is the best. He has the best record against the spread out of any active quarterback. It's amazing. And, you know, yeah, he was with the Saints, but, you know, he was with the Vikings. So this is a much tougher test uh, right now, obviously, uh, for Teddy Bridgewater. The Panthers are plus 700 uh, to be the worst team in the NFL. I like where you're going with the Bengals as well. 
Uh, I do think it's the Jags at plus 250. What about the best record, plus 420? Uh, plus 420 for the Baltimore Ravens, plus 420 for the Kansas City Chiefs, plus 700 for the 49ers, plus 900 Saints, Cowboys 11 to 1, Buccaneers 11 to 1, your Philadelphia Eagles 13 to 1. And the team that catches my eye for a value pick are the Minnesota Vikings. Interesting. I think the Vikings are lined up to have another good year. And I've talked a lot about this actually. If there's no fans, I think that helps Kirk Cousins. Mm. I legitimately do. Okay. And you know, I think the Vikings are the best team in that division. They're going to win the division. There, it's rinse and repeat, man. Zimmer's one of the best coaches in the NFL. They just don't win in the playoffs. Uh, but he racks up the covers and the wins in a regular season. Yeah, I think I, I can see where you're going with the Vikings. Maybe they're actually one of those teams that, that you know, I haven't thought about enough, probably the teams that it helps not having the fans there. I'll throw out another longer shot somewhat because you don't want to go too crazy, right? I'm not going to give you, like, oh, the Cardinals. Like, that's a little too far. Um, but the Colts are interesting. A lot of times people talk about easiest schedule and they'll use the winning percentages of the teams from last year. That doesn't work. But if you use the win total projections and you use that to come up with easiest schedule, that's where the Colts come out. And if you look at it, a lot of their toughest games are at home. The AFC South is an interesting division, but one that I think they could win. Uh, and, you know, they see the Ravens at home. They see the Packers at home. They see the Vikings at home. The schedule worked out for them pretty well. If Phillip Rivers is not a complete disaster, I think they've got an outside shot at that best record. Well, Cam, uh, that's music to Cam Stewart's ears. He's all over. He's all over. Uh, he the, I'm calling him Cam, Cammy Colts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, he hasn't in the past, and it's a lot of faith that you guys are putting in Phillip Rivers. I, well, the thing is, it's look, it's for You're me, just hoping Frank Wright saves him somehow. That's, that's right. Big boy Frank Wright going to come through and make it happen. If I had to, you know, bet to purely win, I was thinking about this there. I think Dana and I talked about it on the early line with the Ravens. They might be favored in all 16 games. They play the Chiefs, but they're home, so they should be favored in that one. And then it's pretty much a matter of their trip to Indianapolis and their trips to, to Pittsburgh. Other than that, they, they have an outside shot at being favored in all 16. And if you're favored in all 16, it gives you a decent shot at the best record in the league. How are you feeling about a team running the table? Running the table this year or not winning a game? Is it possible that a team does not win a game this year, in your opinion? I got to think, from what we saw from the Dolphins last year, no. There's no way a team I – I just can't imagine a world where a team goes winless. That team was so terrible, and then they went over their win total, right? Like, I don't know. I just – I don't know how you can really bet a team to go 0-6. Flores did a great job coaching that team yeah. uh, last year because they tried to tank. They tried – you know, the, the organization did try to tank. But players don't tank. Right? Yeah. That's the big thing. When people talk, oh, they're going to tank. Players, no player wants to go out there to lose so he can be replaced. I mean, that's the whole point, right? So what? They're going to draft better players. Yeah. Every player is playing for themselves as well. They're playing for a contract or they know, yeah. all right, I won't be here next year, but I've got to get some good game tape put together, right? Like no player, no, and I don't care what sport it is, organizations do try to tank. Yes. Organizations yeah. might make the roster as bad as possible, and you just got a bunch of dudes, and that's what the Dolphins did. Yet Flores somehow coached them up, and you know it was crazy. I started betting on the Dolphins every week because they were covering all the time suddenly. Yeah, and I actually find myself every time I look at the Dolphins thinking that they might be a lot better than than people are expecting. And you're 100 spot on. Players don't tank. There's too much uh, at risk, right? You, especially with the NFL. Like you need a job. It's so hard to come by. If you can impress despite losing, that's important. But owners. Front offices and two-a-degree coaches, yeah, they'll let the rope slip. 
if, if especially coaches that are encouraged by management that have the job security, they'll let the rope slip. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic, um, but it's tough. It's tough to it's tough to coach to lose. Uh, yeah. Forbes is in a tough spot last year. Uh, and listen, I'm sure that they started getting upset that he was winning a couple of those games. Yet ultimately, they ended up, they got two anyways. Yeah, they got two anyways. And two is a number one jersey seller uh, right now. You know his brother's going to uh, to Maryland. Yeah, uh, I tell you what, Loxley's got something going on there uh, at Maryland. You notice the recruiting? He's got like coaches' sons. He's got like NFL respect, right? Like he's got like this NFL pipeline. And now we're hearing that Jalen Hurts nearly went there as well. Uh, before there's that. yeah there's some I think it might be the cool helmets and jerseys they have the uniforms <laughs> yeah I can see that being the case I just either remember that they're, or they're paying people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah which is always the way to go I remember hearing from Bama fans that they thought that his brother was better than Tua if that's true I don't think there's any way Saban lets him leave but look it's good for Maryland to get some more talent in there you know what's crazy and we got to get out of here uh, we got another uh, segment coming up with Kevin Walsh though you know Tua so left-handed quarterback right. Who is not left handed? This is the craziest thing. He throws, he's not. His father is left handed and wanted his son to be like him and told him to throw the ball left handed. That's why he's left handed. He's right handed with everything else. A pretty crazy story. Game time decisions continues. Um, They're getting locked up. Four players detained, actually. Four NFL players were in custody at once on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, tough deal. And I, they I ran think... the gauntlet, Mike. They had all kinds of different crimes. Armed robbery, domestic abuse. These are uh, no doubters. driving, firearms, you name it. <laughs> no doubters, Gabe. Uh, these are, now granted, we have to hear their side and their lawyers will defend them vigorously, but these were not your jaywalking type of crimes. You're not getting summonses written. They were had warrants issued and uh, were detained uh, for a period of time. But what I would say is that we we talk about this generally. We talk about this uh, right after those June OTAs are over, leading up to July training camp. It's the time of year that general managers and coaches are the most concerned because they have all their players, their 90 players that are about to head into training camp, free of their own devices. There's a lot of young guys. There's a lot of money being thrown around. And you just start to get nervous about that. Unfortunately, yeah, right. we are normally now in that now, position for an extended period of time. Normally now, you're right. This time of the year is when the coaches go on vacation and stuff. Hey, you know, the coach went to Africa for two weeks. And you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's that sort of call before the storm that the players are on their own. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's usually June, July. But now, since we don't have those OTAs, it's for an extended period of time. And a few players found themselves in trouble. Well, so... I would have to say it seems as though uh, Dunbar and um, and DeAndre Baker, Seattle Seahawks, and, of course, New York Giants, first-round draft pick of the New York Giants last year, DeAndre Baker, who got lit up, didn't have a great year, was called out quite a bit, too. Uh, they're the ones with the most serious issues here. Uh, we're talking yeah. about aggravated assault, armed robbery. That's that's not good. No. Like, that's not good. Um, Ed Oliver, Ed Oliver's not going to jail. He's going to get suspended by the NFL. It's not good, but all right, he was drunk driving and he had an unregistered firearm. <laughs> not yeah. good. Yeah, just... Like you said, the lawyer, a little payment here, community service, he'll be all right. And uh, and Latimer, just register the weapon. Just register the weapon. Just get a registered weapon. You're allowed to have it. And don't do that either. 
obviously don't do that. So what was but that all have a deal? weapon? Like this, he he had like a dune buggy, bro. He was driving down the street, but he had like a dune buggy attached to his rig. And he was bobbing and weaving and going out in lanes and like with a dune buggy attached to the back of him. Dune buggy's a red flag right there <laughs> from the start. The dune like buggy, a- I don't have a problem with. It's like, all right, you're going dune buggying, fine. I'm fine with that too. I'm saying if you're a police officer and you see the dune buggy, you're like, all right, something's something's going down here. People are doing. Time to continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Shout out to everybody watching on Pluto, Zumo, and of course, Stir TV, SB Nation Radio. We're kicking it with Kevin Wallace. Cam Stewart will rejoin us uh, before we're done uh, here this evening. So we're just talking about, I just brought that up uh, with Tua. Strange story, actually. The Tua is actually not left-handed. Like, it's the only thing that he does left-handed is throw a football. And we were talking about his brother uh, transferred to Maryland. His brother throws right-handed. And Tua says that he can throw right-handed, but not well. But he does everything else. And it turns out because his father was left-handed. And there are a lot of coaches. Pretty crazy. Steve Young. Okay, the great mm-hmm. quarterback, Steve Young, the Hall of Famer, Steve Young, when he was at BYU, a coach told him, I don't coach or let, I don't, <laughs> I don't have left-handed quarterbacks. He said, I oh. don't do it. And yeah. he said, you're going to have to play safety. And the coach wow. got fired. <laughs> good, good. All people Young's are like, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're so stupid. Man, like, they're so stuck in their ways. You know what that sounds like? And bless him, I, I miss getting to yell at this guy on in-game live. But that sounds like what Scott Wetzel probably tells, like, the, the CYO uh, girls basketball team he coaches. Like, the co- girl comes through, shoots left, and he puts her on the bench. He's like, that's not happening on my watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the strangest, strangest uh, thing, though. The spin on the ball is different. Mm. That's the big thing. The rotation is different. And Jerry Judy said, who played with him, obviously, Jerry Judy said it throws you off at first, but he said you get used to it quickly. But it is, the, the rotation of the ball is different. And look, look at Belichick. Belichick likes left-hand, left-footed punters because the, the spin of the ball is different, yeah. which I don't understand the physics of that. Why would the foot be different? Like, I don't. No, yeah, I don't get it Like, either. if a foot it's... kicks a ball, why is the spin, like, but anyway. It's Bell. He probably saw one video on it. I'd like to believe that Bill Belichick gets lost in YouTube like the rest of us. Comes across yeah, some yeah, crazy yeah, stuff, yeah. and he's like, oh, I do need a left-footed punter. Yeah, you think that's like where he's getting his deep inside information? Like YouTube, <laughs> yeah, 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 he's yeah. up at night? Yep, yep, yep. He's watching, like, lions, like, chase animals in the wild, and then eventually comes across something with, like, left-footed punters, and he's like, all right, this is what I need. All right, so you're a big uh, LeBron James guy. You're Team Millennial. Really? You're, you're on Team LeBron. Yeah. And, of course, the last dance just concluded, and it looked like the uh, the propaganda and the brainwashing work because <laughs> ESPN, and listen, yeah. it's a fan poll, so whatever, right? Yeah. But I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised by the, the results here that it was so, so one-sided that essentially uh, the, poll, the poll was... Um, Better, uh, better, uh, better sneaker for fashion. Better sneaker to ball and pick for game-winning shot. Come through in the clutch. Spectacular to watch play. Better player overall. Um, who would win a game of one-on-one? Who would you pick to start a team with? Who is a better offensive player? Who uh, who looked cooler? <laughs> uh, who would you rather have a drink with? 
Yeah. Uh, who would you rather play on? Would you rather play on the team with them? Uh, who had a more positive impact on or off the court, etc.? What did you make of the like overwhelmingly like 75, 25 percent in all all the categories? It's just this just Jordan uh, nut huggers. I mean, it's just propaganda works, I guess. I think the thing that was very helpful because they my saw sanity, it last. They we just saw yeah, it. Yeah, but it was it was very helpful for my sanity that it was so lopsided that I didn't have to sit there and get angry about it. Because like, like oh, this is just garbage. Yeah, yeah dude, like fifty nine percent thinks he's he think he's a better passer. Like even too, it was like what sixty percent thinks he's had a more positive impact off the court. Meanwhile, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Jordan's never done anything for anyone. Like, he's the family. LeBron's doing a whole thing for the class of twenty twenty, and MJ's like, yeah, time for my documentary. Like, and it's <laughs> do your thing, but like, like, and it's just so weird. Like, even the questions are weird. Like, who would you rather have a drink with? Like. I just, what? Like, okay, I guess. I mean, like, some of them are interesting, like, better offensive player. Like, you can debate those things, but, like, some of it was so preposterous that I was like, all right, whatever. And I think it is, it is, like, a little one, one, one-sided, uh, so to speak. As you stated, you know, they have, a, they have a poll. Who would you trust to pass you the ball more? Dude, what? Like, like Jordan never passed the ball. Like, I know, like, people think because of the Paxson shot and Kerr hit a shot. Yeah, Jordan played forever, and there was once two shot. And it's funny, anyone <laughs> who walks, you know what I mean? Anyone who watched a documentary knows, too, when they all said against Utah, um, they were like, you know what? Kerr hit a shot. Paxson hit a shot. They were like, Dennis Rodman said, I knew where to go towards the basket. Because he goes, I knew he wasn't passing the ball. Right. <laughs> it's I, like, sort of like Kobe. When yeah. Kobe had the ball, like, you knew it wasn't, that was it. Like, he's shooting now. And it was it was amazing watching the documentary. Even Pippen, who was a good player, bro, Pippen would be under the basket. He'd kick it back to Jordan. It always went back to Jordan. Pippen, I mean, from this doc, it's a ten part do documentary, right? Like you can only take so much from it. But it looked like Pippen had a bit of the crunch time scaries. I, and I mean, you know what? Like Phil was right to put the damn thing in Kukoc's hand in that shot. Kukoc made it. I don't like. I'll tell you this, like just purely because people are talking about LeBron Jordan, like. For me, if you think LeBron's the best ever, cool. If you think it's Jordan, cool. But the hypocrisy that has existed for years, I'm done with. I'm like, people who are like, LeBron's scared of the big moment. LeBron's scared of the big moment. Literally, we are praising Jordan in the documentary for hitting Kerr, for hitting Paxton. His guys made the shots. They're supposed to make the shots. I don't know how it's LeBron's fault that he gives it to Kyle Korver, who's wide open for a corner three, which he's like a lifetime 50% shooter from, and he misses it, and we're like, LeBron was scared. Because it's LeBron, and you're right, I don't think LeBron is scared. And the thing with LeBron is he's done it often, right, almost too often, where it's like, yeah, that's the right basketball play, but we're paying you the big bucks, bro. We're not paying you to pass it to Kyle Korver right now. Take it to the rack. Like, I understand making the right basketball play. Mm -hmm. Right, I understand making the right basketball play, but to me, the right basketball play is LeBron James barreling to the basket and slamming it or getting a foul and going to the line, too, right? Yeah, I hear you. And I think a lot of it is for me, I genuinely believe that after the series against the Mavericks, a lot of people decided they were, they were done watching LeBron's career. They're like, this is now all I know LeBron for. This is how his whole career exists forever. Despite the fact that he, after that finals, went to seven more finals. Like, but people are just like, I'm done. This is how I'm going to describe LeBron to everybody. The criticism I, like, is a lot. You know, the biggest criticism of LeBron, the difference is, 
Jordan never left the Bulls, right? He did, but you know what I mean? Not to win. He did at the end of his career type of thing. Yeah, but... The, but he never joined to, a super team. But you, but we have to acknowledge that it already existed in Chicago. Like, at the end of the day, like, that's what it is. Like, I mean, Phil Jackson... Like, I'll tell you one of the, I'll tell you one of the people I gave a ton more credit from coming out of the documentary. Because... Young me was very dumb. Young me, like, you know, 14 years old, wanted to have my hot takes. I'm like, Phil Jackson's not a good coach. He had Jordan and Shaq. That take stinks. This dude went three, was incredibly competitive without Jordan. Another three, year off, another three. Like, the dude is the best coach ever. Like, we should be talking about him versus Belichick more probably than we do. And I just well, people people often think exactly if you have star players that it's easy somehow. It's actually harder, right? It's actually his ability sense, to control yeah. Rodman is out of this world. The fact that he let him go to Nitro, slap DDP with chairs, and you knew that he was that, still huh? going to come back. Oh, you knew that was my favorite part of the whole thing. But like the fact that he was like, "No, I get it. Like, just go hang out with Hogan and then be back on time." Did for you the see game. the clip, like in a documentary, so they show like the Sports Center at the time. And they said, and Dennis Rodman was discovered and found tonight in wrestling, hitting some guy over the head with a chair. Yeah. People are like, oh, come on, man. That's not some guy. That's Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, some a little, respect here. Come on, some a guy. little respect. Come on. Everybody's giving DDPY Yoga a little bit of a chance during this break. I can't be the only one. Yeah, some DDP guy, DDP. Some also, it was funny in a documentary in one of the earlier episodes, said like Barack Obama, former Chicago resident. <laughs> Oh, good. What, it's like, dude, you know, he's the president, right? Like, I, yeah. I got to give them credit because the commercials leading up, they had these big montages of everybody that would feature. And you'd be like, Bill Clinton, J Justin Timberlake. And like Bill Clinton was there because Scottie Pippen was from Arkansas. And Justin Timberlake was like, everybody wanted Jordans when they were young. And that was his entire involvement. Nice, it's nice. a whole thing. Like, you know what I mean, though? But like, they were like, we've, did we've you notice the clip of Keith Olbermann from years ago? Saying Phil Jackson, who knows? Maybe he'll go to Los Angeles and win well, like five more championships, and there'll be a documentary about that. I got pissed because it was a State Farm commercial that they deep faked, and I'm sitting there literally like, "This is amazing!" And then they go, "Maybe this is a State Farm commercial." And I got furious. I was like, "I can't believe I bit on that." <laughs> I bit though. I bit hard. I'm like, "This is amazing. This is the best like shot call I've ever seen in my entire life." So uh, it was a great, great documentary. It's great, you know, somehow it kept basketball in the forefront and kept basketball in the conversation, uh, so to speak. People talking about the players and, you know, each week started igniting a new conversation. Oh, Gary Payton. Um, and, you know, you just almost had to feel bad. Number one for the New York Knicks and just the <laughs> abuse that they took and Patrick Ewing and yeah. MJ just mocks them all the time. Oh, Patrick, oh, ha, ha. He just mocks them. And he eliminated them four times. And it was hard not to feel for Carl Malone and the Jazz as well. Like, they were so close. They just couldn't beat them. Yeah. it's. I mean, and Carl getting on the bus after to, like, congratulate them was uh, was pretty tough. Pretty class thing to do, get on the bus. Oh, for sure. But I tell you, like, I, a lot of it is because I've been having just these stupid arguments for so long, Gabe, that I see something like that. And I'm like, could you imagine if, like, Kawhi congratulated like LeBron on the bus after, they'd be like, the league is so soft. It's just, it's just been hypocrisy and yeah. stupidity for so long. 
And I'll tell you, there was one after one of the oh, episodes. Michael Jordan's playing golf with Danny Ainge and stuff. And Charles Barkley during the yeah, finals. Like, just let on. it go. Just like in 100%. And I, it was funny, though, with the Knicks. Blewett texted me after one of the, after the big Knicks episode, just like trying to vent and relive like the nightmares. And I started to feel bad for good Mike Blewett. I believe the Knicks were up two games to none, too. I can't imagine and, electricity. And Jordan played terrible in game three. Like, that's like a, a legitimate thing. And they still, it's just, they're the Knicks. Bless them. Bless the Knicks. Yeah, uh, uh, at least New York finally got the number one uh, draft pick. Oh, no, it was in a WNBA draft. Hey, Sabrina's legit, though. She Sabrina's is. Legit. She is. But now they're, they're, they're not at the Garden anymore. They actually moved to, uh, they moved to Brooklyn, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, of course. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with the NBA uh, right now. There hasn't been much talk. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time to Simpsons continues. I am Game of Reggie throwing down with a raging redhead can. Stuart, just a quick NHL note uh, right now. It seems like talks are uh, progressing between the National Hockey League uh, players and the league itself. Um, unlike Major League Baseball, there's no animosity. You know, and it's funny. Like, if you think about it, like, why? Like, baseball is asking the players to do something and no other league is even asking them to do. Exactly. Like, people are like, oh, great job. By the-. I was thinking about this, Ken. You think Kevin Harvick would still race if you told him, all right, you're going to race this weekend. And, oh, for your prize, though, you're only going to get 22% of what you normally get. He's, He's going to say, no, I'm not going to do get it. That. It's not worth my time then. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, 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 like people say, oh, NHL players and NBA, yeah. Tell NHL players you're getting you're getting this much less. As if Drew Doughty will tell you to suck it. Yeah, you think will. Drew Doughty's going to go play for nothing? I know no. the Kings are out, but you know what I mean? Like, these players will be like, as if I'm going to do that. Like, yeah. it's amazing that people expect baseball players just to bite the bullet. Like, I don't understand why. No, it's pretty stupid. And I, I, I'm with oh, you. I they're think. rich already. It's like, yeah. who cares? Hey, hockey, hockey's going to come back just like basketball. They're just formulating a plan. As, they, as for the European players, um, that's another thing about baseball. These guys are spread all over, but they've already talked about meeting in a European location. You're flying these guys right back. The facilities are eventually going to open up. Hockey will play. There's games left. They're just coming up with a concept, just like uh, we talked about with the NBA. It's either going to be in Vegas or it's going to be at Disney World. I'll these give, games are going to happen. I'll give uh, I'll give Bettman and Daly credit. Uh, Bill Daly, Deputy Commissioner, Gary Bettman, Commissioner of the National Hockey League. These are crazy times. I'm just, I'm giving all these people I normally rip credit, people yep. I normally like, I'm ripping. And it's like, yep. what the hell, this virus is uh, tearing me apart. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm going to give them credit in the sense, Ken. Number one, they've done a nice job of keeping the players involved. Yes. Number two, they've never turned it into anything adversarial. They weren't yep. like, oh, you better do this. It was nothing like that. They said, hey, listen, let's, let's, let's sit down and talk. Number three, they're working, Ken. Seems like every day they're at the brass rail writing on the napkins, bro. Brass rail is a strip club uh, near the NHL head office. And I always kid that like they, they do their schedule on the back of a napkin uh, there. But yeah, man, they're, they're, they're a lot, lot of the, these three martini lunches. They're, they're kicking the tires on ideas. But it's funny. The NHL, they're not arguing about money. They're not arguing about whether we're going to play or not. Uh, there's safety issues, but the NHL has done a good job. And, like I've seen their their little proposals, and 
they're doing their best. Like they actually are working yep. on it. And what the problem is, and it goes to the spirit of NHL players, it's the competitiveness of it. People, it's tough to get everyone to agree on this. We talked about this plan with 24 teams. And why does everything have to be complicated in the NHL? So you're going to take six teams per division, Cam, and then the Rangers miss the playoffs by a That's single point, happening. and That's, teams with worse records get in? That's not going to happen. Like, it doesn't make sense, I man. guarantee you this, and this is my prediction, it will not happen that way. It is wrong. The Rangers, it's going to be uh, the per percentage of wins, Gabe. They will come up with a new concept. If the Rangers don't make uh, the playoffs, they should protest if another team gets in. It is absolutely ridiculous. And I agree with you with one thing with the NHL, too. They are trying. And I'll tell you, it's going to be a lot like the NBA. It is going to be crazy when these guys are off and the way they have to play, even in these neutral site games and winning the Stanley Cup. Oh, it's like we talked about. Are we going to put an asterisk beside the NBA championship? Winning the Stanley Cup's still going to be damn tough, too, if you got to oh, play yeah. all those games. And it's going to be a war of attrition, man. And I don't put an asterisk beside anything. I would actually say it's commendable because what team can get their crap together quick enough and actually go on a run and win? I will say this. A lot of teams that it's a second chance for them. Bad start by the Leafs. The Oilers had momentum. It's going to be interesting to see what team can get it together. Washington had injuries. They're getting back together. Carolina, the same thing. So it's going to be a tough trophy to win, and I say no asterisks. Interesting, uh, actually. You know what? We haven't talked about the hockey odds. As long as we're on it, we just throw it out there right now as far as the hockey futures are concerned. Boston Bruins are 6-1. to one. So the Bruins are the favorites. Bruins are 6-1. to one. You know, this is an interesting debate. Who does it help? What kind of team does it help? Washington. I think it helps the speed-laden teams in a sense. They won't be as worn out. They'll be flying around. Like, teams that are sort of more rugged could be a problem for them. I think the games are going to be faster, Cam, because these players are going to be rested. They're going to be flying. Excellent point. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, I think it helps the Leafs, teams that have underachieved. They're a very fast team, one of the fastest teams in the league. What about really the Lightning? Yeah, Lightning, are, and they're tougher, too. The, Lightning are 7-1. I hate to say it, Gabe, and I'm going to say it. The, the Lightning, I watch a lot of hockey. They're a sneaky, dirty team. they got a lot of guys on their team. Oh, I a, lot, a lot of slew footers and cheap shot artists on their team. And uh, I talk about it all the time. You watch a Lightning game, these guys get away with murder. They're not very liked in the league, trust me. Uh, it really hurts Edmonton. Edmonton had a good run going. But the thing is, they also have speed with Dreisaitl and McDavid, too. Interesting. Don't get off Edmonton. If you're looking for a dark horse, if they can still get it together, I think the Oilers are dangerous, and Koskinen's really picked up his game uh, in the net. Yeah, so the Boston Bruins are plus 600. The Lightning are uh, plus 700. Colorado Avalanche, 8.5 to 1, plus 850. Yeah. St. Louis, St. Louis Blues, plus 950. Vegas, plus 950. Washington, 11 to 1. Pretty good value with the Capitals, actually. Philadelphia Flyers are playing good hockey this year. They're 13 to 1. Pittsburgh Penguins, 13 to 1. Dallas Stars, 17 to 1. The Edmonton Oilers, 20 to 1. The Toronto Maple Leafs, 25 to 1. Ding, ding, ding. Edmonton and Toronto, why not? Good prices. Nah, I can't believe you like the Leafs. <laughs> no, no, I like the Oilers, actually. And the thing is, I got Colorado at 15. It wouldn't make much sense to take Colorado now, even though I think they're the best team. And they, that, If you gave me one pick to win the Stanley Cup right now, I'll say Avalanche. I'm not sure how this break's going to help them or hurt them, but I think they're good. The, the price isn't good enough for me now. It's too low. All right, so earlier we were talking about, um, we were talking about the Chicago Bulls and whether they would have won or not, and I brought up it was the San Antonio Spurs, uh, Cam, and of course they beat the New York Knicks in the championship uh, that year. So this, this was their roster... And looking at the roster, man, it was pretty damn good, bro. 
Like it, you know, and they got better sort of as after a couple of years of experience. Uh, but remember they had Antonio Daniels. I liked Antonio Daniels. I do too. Yeah, me too. So Antonio, this is the roster. Antonio Daniels, Tim Duncan, uh, Mario Ellie, Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott was good. Andrew Gaze. He was on the bench, Andrew Gaze. Yeah, yeah, he Andrew sure was. Gaze, white guy from Australia, was on Seton Hall, played against Michigan in the national title game in 1989. Sean Jaron Jackson, mm-hmm. Avery Johnson, the aforementioned Steve Kerr. Good team. Jerome Kersey. Jerome Kersey was good. Jerome Kersey. Okay. Yep. Gerard King, Will Purdue, David Robinson, Malik Rose, Brandon Williams. They would have murdered the Bulls. Sorry. Even with Jordan, I, I'm telling you, the Spurs win that series. Yeah, people people don't realize too. David Robinson and Duncan was that was they were tough to deal with, guys. Yeah. What are you gonna do against these guys? They would dominate you. I'm with you on that one. Sean Elliott was on a Wildcat like Steve Kerr. Of course, they beat the New York Knicks. They just the Knicks ran out of gas. It's a hell of a playoff run for the Knicks (laughs) that year. They ran out of gas. Poor poor Patrick Ewing. He was just terrorized in the. uh, Bad for Ewing. He's uh, you know it would have been nice. Four times Jordan eliminated him. Yep. Four, four times. So speaking of so the poll, yeah. So it, like we stated earlier, so Michael Jordan better than LeBron James in every way. Yes. All right. So here it is. Mike versus LeBron. Better better sneaker for fashion. 79% say Michael. 21% say LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Better I, sneaker to play basketball in. 77% uh, Mike. 23% LeBron. That's interesting because LeBron's sneakers probably a little bit lighter, but I still go with uh, Jordan. They never looked very cool, though. No, um, they, they horrible. Who would you rather have to take a game-winning shot? LeBron Jordan. or Michael Jordan? Jordan all day. All Seven, yeah, day. 76% said Jordan. Who do you prefer? Who do you trust more to come through in a clutch? 74% Jordan. Jordan. Who is more spectacular to watch play? 74% Jordan. Jordan. Who's a better player? 73% Jordan. Jordan. NBA was better all around, 71% um, Jordan. Uh, Who would win a game on -on one-on-one to 21? Michael Jordan, 67%. That one would be closer because LeBron's got that big, thick body. Uh, Yeah, it'd be a battle, actually. LeBron's getting a little little undercut here, LeBron. Yeah, I agree. LeBron on that one, I'm going to say 50-50. I think that one could go either way. That's a tough one. Who would you rather have to start a team with if you could pick one player? 66% 66% say Jordan. I take Jordan too. Who's yeah. a better offensive player? 65% say Jordan. Um, who looks cooler? Oh, Jordan. We already 65%. talked about 65%. Who better. would you rather have a drink with? 65% oh, my, Jordan. Michael Jordan. I'm going to have a Sprite with LeBron. I could go uh, get my eyes bloodshot with Jordan. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> who would you rather play on a team with? LeBron or Jordan? Probably LeBron. Jordan would be Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, yeah, dude, LeBron, would, like, LeBron would be ripping into you, bro. <laughs> it's like, hey, don't worry. I'll, hey, I'll Stuart, shoot. what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 yeah. We, we show up when it counts. Big time. So you're like Rodman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is actually, this is garbage. What? Positive impact off the court. 62% Jordan. 
No, LeBron. That's Sorry. not true. I, I agree. Michael Jordan, Jordan didn't really do anything for anybody. Michael guys. Jordan was not political. He didn't know what he cared about? Money. He yeah. winning money. So let's call it out for what it is. Yeah, come, come on. on. LeBron James opening up yeah. schools, guys. See that now? And LeBron. I'm not even the biggest LeBron fan. Exactly. I'm going to defend. I'm going to say LeBron has done a lot for communities, See, guys. That's the thing about us. We're equal opportunity. Some people just hate LeBron and they pick Jordan in every category. We actually said LeBron on, on for helping people. Yes, he's way ahead of Jordan. That's and here's another. This poll sucks. Here's another one. Who do you trust uh, more to pass you the ball? 50%, 57% Jordan. For, that's insane. Jordan LeBron, never passed the ball. LeBron yeah. actually passed the ball too much. Yeah, I'll go with LeBron there too. You're right. I'm going to defend LeBron in a lot of this stuff and say, dude, LeBron could score 40 points a game if he wanted to. You know what I mean? But he does pass the ball. He does get his teammates involved. Yeah. You know, here I am defending LeBron. Now I didn't see this coming. The only difference is LeBron doesn't have the same – desire to win Look, he Le wants to win LeBron. he needs to win yes yes, but yes lebron isn't going to put his fist through the wall and hate life for losing That's jordan lost to orlando and went to the gym the next morning and literally for four months like orlando 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 he like lebron will leave be upset for a couple hours and then go to a party after <laughs> hey guys come over to blaze pizza got one in the oven yeah, no but yeah. i We'll say this about LeBron, though. I do believe his competitive spirit is high. Michael Jordan's was just at a next level, though. He'd kill somebody. Exactly. But you know what? Like, they're very, they're very rare, these guys. But that's what Tiger Woods... Tiger Woods is in the same category. Tiger Woods lived to win, bro. Yes, he and did. The same thing. He partied a bit and stuff, but it was about winning, winning, winning. To me, like, Tiger is in that conversation with Michael Jordan. You know what the problem was, too? Like, Jordan... When Tiger Woods is out there, guys suck up to him because what he did for the sport. Like, he put a lot of money in people's pockets. It's weird. When you get in a battle with Tiger Woods, you almost kind of, like, think, oh, my God, I'm amongst greatness. Instead of taking the approach of, I want to beat this guy's ass down. That's the difference. It's intimidating, though. It is intimidating. And that was the problem with NBA players. It didn't matter yeah. who it was. Dude, yeah. Rip Hamilton, who wasn't part of the documentary, he's, like, post, you know, he came in his career after. Yep. He's a champion with the Pistons. And he was a pretty clutch player, actually, too. He was. And he said, he said, um, he said, I'm watching a documentary. He said that Jordan low-key scared him. He said that it was true, that when you were on the court, it was like, oh, we're screwed. Jalen Rose brought it up. Jalen Rose was like, yeah, we were winning with a couple of seconds left, but then we looked over and he goes, I saw Michael Jordan. <laughs> he said, you know, we sort of knew, oh boy, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. Uh, right now he just has that effect and tiger has that effect on people same thing like jordan would hit big shots but the thing is people would choke around him often as well yeah and it's that sort of presence that he has belichick and brady had that it's like oh you nearly beat them you had them but it's like nah you didn't you weren't as close as you thought see, see what tiger woods has done to some guys lives too like bob may at 200 to one like bringing tiger he played his best golfer in the playoff there, and then Tiger Woods just broke his heart. He was never a guy. Like, a career journeyman, best weekend of his life, comes second. Chris oh, DeMarco, like battering Tiger Woods. Garcia yeah. didn't beat him, but I like Garcia's attitude. At least he went at him. You know what yeah. I mean? At least he tried. Same you with know? Chris DeMarco. Yeah, Chris that's DeMarco it. Like, Bruce Tiger Hart. Bruce Kepner doesn't let him get in his head. All right, we got to take a quick break. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Discussions continues. We've got a couple of minutes left. Let's call it the, uh, the two-minute warning, uh, so to speak. I am Renzi. Uh, let's end with a couple of NFL props. We'll play a little game show. We'll see if it's uh, got enough value infomercial style for Cam, yep. Cam Stewart uh, right now. Will any team go 16-0 in the regular season uh, this year? No. What kind, of, what kind of odds you want for that? What, for, uh, for, for yes? Cam. Oh, for yes, I would need 20-1. to 1. It's 11-1 only. Pass. 11 to 1. Not enough. The Kansas City Chiefs to go undefeated, 20 to 1. Okay. The Baltimore, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 80 to 1. <laughs> yeah, no. Tom Brady. No, no pass. Will any team go 0 and 16? Jacksonville, Ooh. good. Ooh, hey. You're getting 20 to 1 with this. The thing is, uh, 20, uh, losing uh, all those games. Uh, you get the Jaguars, 30 to 1. The Jaguars uh, to go 0 and 16, FanDuel 30 to 1 right now. 20 bucks gets you 600. It might be worth a 20 20 buck play. Cheer against them every week. Yeah, 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 yeah. They might cover the spread if they're like plus 19 and a half, but I don't know. How many games do you think the Jags win this year? I think they win like three. Yeah, I was just going to say three. Two two's a little light. I agree. Four's a little. They're not three that bad. They're bad. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, they're like a four and 12 team, three and 13. The yeah. thing is, they're trying to be the worst team in the National Football That's League. the thing. That's the thing. Like, there's, uh, there's not even really, like, that close either. It's not really debatable. That's why that plus 250 is pretty good. The Redskins that. aren't that bad. The Redskins are a five-win team, a six-win team. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, the Redskins aren't, like, going to be two and 14. The Redskins will be five and 11, six and 10. You know, Rivera's a good coach. He's going to coach him up. Haskins so isn't as bad as people are making him out to be. Jacksonville is plus 250 to be the worst team in the league? Yeah, plus 250. Great bet. How do we not take that? That's a good bet. Like, very good. Like, click, click, click now. Yeah, I know. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like, do it, man. I got I to gotta get an account. Time for more money. Oh, yeah, forgot. I lost it with Wolf and Fowler. Thanks. Yeah, you click, you man, you click so much, you don't even know what you're clicking on anymore, even in this, in this pandemic. I'm getting worse and worse. I'm really, I'm click happy. I like the, it's tough. <laughs> you're, pull, you're pulling the trigger on Masters features already. It's the hacks guy did that the other too. <laughs> I got problems. <laughs> I'm betting on everything. <laughs> I double. I, I I I always like. I always stop and think. All right. Are they actually playing this league? Are they gonna play 16 games? Uh, Is it back in account? I got a bad taste in my mouth. Consider I got that Raptors thing. We gotta get out of here, man. The winners be yours. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.